Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I'm going to talk about slowing down to help you get results. Sapphire training helps the on-the-go woman feel more energetic, find her inner peace, and become more powerful by creating a fitness lifestyle she loves. All right, so today's topic, I kind of came to this one because it's been a theme that I've been seeing in the fitness industry as of late, and um, I'm a true fan and I'm a believer about this. And I think that a lot of us have some confusion around what this actually means and how you can get results while still slowing down and honoring what your body actually wants and is telling you to do. So I've talked about it before, about listening to our bodies and understanding exactly what that means. And basically it just means, you know what, there are some days where you are tired, your legs are fatigued, you don't wanna go to the gym. Those are the days where you're like, okay, I probably am really exhausted and I should take a day off. And by day off, it does not mean necessarily you're just gonna sit and chill on the couch, although it might. You might also be more likely to go for a walk on those days, you know, maybe doing some yoga or some light stretching. Those are what I'm more or less talking about, um, you know, listening to your body, because that's kind of what it's telling you to do when we get into those kind of um, I am exhausted phases. And we all have them. I mean, it is definitely, um, it's a season of life, depending what you have going on. And it's, did I get enough sleep the night before? Because if if there are mamas out there listening, and I know I have a lot of mamas that listen, yeah, sometimes we do not get the sleep that we wanted. No matter if you have a newborn or if you have a two-year-old, sometimes they get up in the middle of the night for whatever reason. And we have to deal with those things. And so then trying to tax our body out the next day doing a hardcore workout that we had planned might not be the best idea. So how can we still stick to a schedule and stick to a plan and still honor those times? So I know a lot of you guys are probably like, well, well, you're telling me I can get results by slowing down. You're probably looking at me like I'm crazy. So I would have also done the same thing about 10 years ago, uh, maybe even three years ago, actually. So now that I've seen with my own two eyes, what's been going on for me lately, I believe it. You know, these are the times where I don't have the time to spend 45 minutes to an hour at the gym anymore. And I've had to cut back on my workout length time. And with length, obviously comes a little bit, something has to come and something has to give. So what's been happening is I've really cut out a ton of cardio. Um, I would usually do maybe half an hour of intervals before my weightlifting sessions. So I would spend probably an hour, hour and 15 at the gym. Um, This would have probably been about four years ago now. And uh, I got decent, I guess, results, but nothing spectacular. And I would do that three to four times a week. And then on top of that, the other days I would schedule in, um, you know, going for a run outside um, on my weekends, including, you know, going to a more hardcore yoga class and then like a kickboxing class just for fun, followed by an abs class on Sundays. So like it was just a crazy chaotic, you know, life at the gym schedule. And I had, again, decent results, but my I, my arms were never really super toned and tight. Now, why do I say that? Because I think a lot of us, we can put it into visual terms. So when we talk about working out, a lot of us work out for those visual rewards and not saying that that's the end all be all. But when we work out, that's most likely what we're kind of shooting for. We have something in mind. That's why we're training. And um, when I, people usually, their number one thing when they come to me for training purposes is I want to tone up. And I always come back with, well, what does that mean to you? Because what toning up means to me could look completely different to what toning up means to you. And so that's why I always like to clarify, because typically we have an idea of what we're training for. 
So once you kind of have that in mind, and we all have looks that we're going for. Some people like a little bit more muscle on their frames. Other people like a little bit more um, muscle, but more of a slended, slender down type of muscle. And um, some people don't like having muscle at all. And that's totally fine. It's up to you to decide what works for you. But that's why I always ask, because we all have different ideas of what kind of the ideal body type looks like or what we were, sh- were striving for. So as you know, most of the time, that's not really my training philosophy is to, um, you know, look a certain way, but I like to have that in the back of my head because, you know, some people put on muscle better than others and faster. And so having that in mind when we're going into our training, that really can play into how we can slow down because people who put on muscle faster, obviously they for sure can slow down um, if that's not their intended goal. And now by slowing down, that really means maybe you're just going to lift three times a week, maybe four times a week. Also honoring, I don't have to be at the gym every day to consider myself getting a workout in. So in the past, uh, we might have thought, okay, I need to be at the gym five days a week and I need to be doing you know, X class on Monday, then doing my leg day on Tuesday, um, another class on Wednesday, and just kind of have it all mapped out. And I love mapping out workouts and I love planning things out. But how strict do we really need to be to get those results? What I found is by if you miss a day here and there, but you're most for the most part really consistent, you're still going to get those results. And what I've also found honoring those days when you don't feel like going to the gym, when you are dog tired, those are the days where you do need to just rest, maybe just go for a walk or do yoga Uh, or again, sit on the couch and just chill. So those are the times where we have to know when to push, when to pull back. Is it a mental thing? So those those are some of the things that I've learned and I want to help you guys incorporate. So when you're slowing down to get results, what you really have to think about is, is my body going to appreciate this? So sometimes we might be slowing down because maybe we ate uh, some food that we normally don't the night before. We get up the next morning to do our workout and we're really just sluggish, but we're not sluggish in the terms that our body is, you know, overly fatigued. It's just tired because we didn't properly fuel, fuel ourselves the night before. So that would be something different. So that would be knowing, okay, those are the times where I can push through. That's not the time to slow down. Um, Again, maybe you were tossing and turning the night before you were up all night um, and you had maybe you had a deadline at work. And so you stayed up extra late and then you're trying to turn around and wake up, you know, four or five hours later and trying to do a hard workout. Those are the times where you might need to say, okay, today I'm just going to go to a yoga class. Or maybe you just get up and you just do 10 minutes of some light, you know, squats, push-ups, planks at home, just body weight exercises. So those are ways that you can kind of honor that slow down method. Why does this work? Because our body it can be overly stressed out. So that's what we're seeing a lot is bodies are coming to us and um, and by bodies, I mean people. People are coming and they are overly exhausted, overly tired. And then they come to myself and other trainers and fitness professionals and asking, okay, how can I do this? I must need to push a little harder or dig a little deeper when that's not always the case. Sometimes we do need to just say, Today's a self-care day. What do I need? Maybe it's sitting and reading a book, taking a bubble bath. I personally like to do, um, I was just talking about this with a client today about how to unwind at night. So one of the things that you might need is a new nightly routine. So that might help energize you for the next morning. And so maybe you take that bath. Now, as it's coming into summertime, 
not super, you know, a highlight. People are not looking forward to baths, you know, when it's warmer outside. But maybe instead of that, after your shower, you can get out your dry brush. I really love dry brushing. Um, I can talk about that actually later or maybe on a Facebook Live if you guys are interested in that. And I can show how you how you dry brush, why it's important. But if you don't have a dry brush, those are usually at any of your whole good or whole foods, you know, type store. They have them usually in the self-care section. So you get the dry brush out, you do some dry brushing, and then you get some oil and essential oils and give yourself a little massage. Now, um, I just was reading about this in one of my books, Body Thrive, highly recommend it by Kate Stillman. I'll put that in the show notes if anyone's interested. But um, that book, we talked about self-care with massage. And so in the massage, a lot of times we don't actually spend the time to touch ourselves, meaning just even massage our legs, massage our arms, and just unwinding from the day and noticing what's tight. Are there muscles on me that are tight? Maybe massaging the neck and the upper back, trying to unwind. That is how you can actually slow down to get results. Because honoring the body and just giving it some love like that is going to help you relax. And when we relax, we are more in tune with that. We're releasing that cortisol that kind of goes with the stress. And you know what? We are kind of overly stressed right now in our society. And so being able to take it down a notch with that massage and relax and release, we're letting go of some of that anxious energy that we have bottled up inside of our bodies. So that's one of the reasons I really like the dry brush and um, the oil. Now, again, with oil, um, you have to be careful with oils. If you are going to do that, you usually want to towel down if you have certain oils because they will get a little slippery and make sure you don't put those towels in the dryer because that will cause a fire. So one of the massage oils that I personally love because it is not sticky, it's not slippery, it does not get on your clothes or sheets, so you can just go right to bed with it on. Um, it's Blue Moon Elise. It's by one of my friends makes it. Um, she will be on the podcast later this year. Uh, Rachel Sylvester, she makes amazing oils. Um, They are life savers. So I actually, anytime I get Charlie horses or cramps, um, if I'm starting to get them for whatever reason, I will put that on my legs and they stop immediately. So if anyone has severe cramping of legs or any cramping of muscles, I highly recommend this oil. And it's just her lavender blend. And so that's a great little thing that you could put on at night. And that's a way to slow down and tune in with your body. Now, another way that kind of slow down is maybe you need a week off. So maybe you are someone who has a strict routine with your workouts. And, um, you know, you'll know that is because if you're the type of person who has to go to the gym every single day and make sure you check it off and you never miss a day or you beat yourself up, you might actually benefit from taking a rest week an entire week off. And if just me saying that makes you really anxious, I'm probably talking to you. So those are the times where you just go to a yoga class, go for a walk, just let your body kind of recoup. And what also is nice is if you are one of those people who's getting anxious by me telling you this, you have enough muscle built up where you're not going to lose that muscle overnight. You know, one week of not lifting or not working out hardcore is not going to hurt your muscle, your definition. So that's also something to keep in mind. If that's kind of in the back of your head, I'm going to lose all the things that I've gained. You're not going to lose it in a week. You know, if you are hardcore about your routine, a week off is actually really good for the body and for the mind as well. So that's another way of slowing down. 
And then obviously, if you're in the other camp where you're like, yes, I can take a week off, but you tend to miss most of your workouts during the week, then you need to just make sure you're getting to the gym to get those workouts in. You know, just go three days a week of intense workouts. And by intense, I just mean getting that heart rate up, getting sweat going. Um, And sweat is good for the body. Like that is your body's way of taking off the heat. So we sometimes get overheated. So that's why we sweat. And so making sure that we're getting that sweat in um, and utilizing that time for yourself. Like this is the time where I like to check in and check in with myself mentally, um, seeing what's going on. This is when stuff comes up, um, positive or negative, and just rolling with those punches. So taking a little bit of time for you, even if it's just three days a week, that is better than none. So why have you guys seen lately, or myself included, I've seen a lot of people talking more about long-term health and the approach to it. I love it. This is one of my favorite things. And this is how you do it, by slowing down to get results. You can't go long-term into your health goals thinking you're going to lift hardcore five to six days a week for the rest of your life. That's just not realistic. Um, You know, I train with a lot of 80 and 90-year-olds. One day a week, I go into their uh, fitness class and they do not do that hardcore. They go three days a week of lifting. And then some of them go for walks. Some of them go for swimming. Some of them do yoga. You know, those are the things on the other days. You only have to focus hard on maybe three to four days a week. So that's something else to think about. You don't need to push yourself seven days a week because that's just overkill on your body. So that's why people are getting those long-term approaches to health. So that's also applying if you don't like to run, that's not going to be a long-term approach to your health. So how can you incorporate walking into your routine while still getting your heart rate up? Uh, One quick way to do it is incline walking. So walking up hills if you're outside, changing your treadmill to an incline walk. Um, Another way, so a lot of the times people, I have a lot of people who hate running or their knees do not like running. So other ways to get that heart rate up are the rowing machine. That's been super popular lately. That's a great way. I love the rowing machine. It's a great total body workout. Jacob's ladder, if anyone has access to that, I actually, for the first time, you know, since I've been a trainer, so over 10 years now, have a gym that has a Jacob's Ladder, which it's not super common, but those that's another great low impact um, cardio apparatus to use. Elliptical is always great. I personally am not a fan. I don't know why. I've never been a fan of the elliptical, but that's another great one for people who enjoy it. Um, biking again. And then the Versa Climber is another, um, sometimes easier on the knees. It just depends on what's going on with the knee. So those are some of the other great cardio things you can do besides just going outside for a walk at a power clips pace. So you're getting that heart rate up. So when you're talking, you might be a little out of breath. That's kind of what I'm looking for, for your walking, for your power walking outside. So with that being said, um, those are kind of what encompasses what slowing down to get results mean. All right. So my challenge to you this week is how can you slow down in your workout routine? That might look different depending on what's going on, but I want to challenge you with how can you do that? So that's my challenge to you guys, and I want everyone to go out there and spread your peaceful power. All right, so I'm super excited today, guys. Hustle, Muscle, and Flow has officially launched. It is open to the public. Anyone can join. Um, It is open until May 7th, so if you guys are interested, this is my program where I have yoga, I have fitness, and I have self-care built into it because I know how important all three of those things have been to myself and for my success, um, kind of getting back into myself 
meaning both shape-wise and mind-wise after having my son. So I am down now 42 pounds since having him and I finally feel like me again. And if anyone has ever kind of lost themselves in the motherhood process, you'll know what I mean by that. But by taking just 10, just 15 minutes a day to kind of read, to color, to meditate, like those are some of the self-care things I have in there. Um, And I challenge you guys to do them every day within your workout routines and within some yoga. Now, how do you get all that done in a week? If you're like, how can I finish all of that stuff? It's just 30 minutes a day or less. Some of the yoga that I have in there are just five minute yoga sequences. So it's a great way to kind of start your day or something where you need to pick me up in the middle of your day, maybe to wind down after work. I actually have some 10 minute bedtime yoga routines in there as well. So this is my all encompassing six month long program. So I have two tracks in there. One, just the program where you can just get the program You don't have to talk to me. You just have access to the Facebook group and you can kind of do your own thing. Another track where you have the Facebook group as well as 30 minute coaching calls with me. So once a month, you'll get on the phone with me as well as a group coaching call. So we'll get on the group coaching call once a month and we'll kind of all chat about, um, you know, I'm going to give a presentation during the month on whatever topic kind of is coming up in the group. And then we're going to have an open discussion Q&A's. So that is my baby that I've been working on this past year and I am super excited for you to finally be open to you guys to purchase. If you want any more information about that, head on over to my website at andreaclawson.com and you can find out all the information about the Hustle, Muscle, and Flow program. And um, Spaces is limited. It's only 25 people for the main program and just 10 people for the private coaching spots. So head on over there if you're interested. And uh, you can find me over at andreaclawson.com. And I want everyone to go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclawson.com where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the peaceful power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.